Thank you for listening to Two Genius, One Idiot podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Genius, One Idiot. Have a suggestion or something to say? Email us at twogeniusoneidiot at gmail.com. And now, let the games begin, motherfuckers. everybody march 21st episode 11 two genies one idiot coronavirus all up in this just kidding yeah i really like that they enacted this whole social distancing thing it's working out good for me i need about two more feet tommy you can bend over and oh this is the insults Johnny's about already. to get coronavirus <laughs> tested. Yeah. I like it. That's Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's from What's China. What's going on? Bro? Man, here we are. China. China. Mike One, how you doing? Good. I'm good. Trying to survive. You know, this is what? Week two of the flu? <laughs> the flu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, crazy times though it's still crazy times like it's still surreal like when i look at what's happening at everything that's been shut down uh never seen anything like this before so it's kind of surreal it is it is i think that especially um like kids don't get it they really don't because uh, like throughout right. my neighborhood yesterday there's these kids were out playing just running around with each other not that i have anything against that that's should be the norm for them, and I hope that that does go back to being the norm for them. But what's the point in having them out of school if they're just going to be running around playing with each other anyways? I mean, they're not really at risk for this, which, you know, that's a good thing. Um, but still, they definitely can be carriers of it. Right. And then the weirdest like the thing... the staff could be, you know, and give it to the staff. Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing Maybe is... Maybe got staff infection. <laughs> Uh, sorry, keep going, Johnny. No, I'm done. You were saying? <laughs> no, is the other thing is about because uh, it's been, it's very. Uh, I think we're getting lulled a little bit into like a false sense of security. It was very, very nice day yesterday. The ice cream man was out in my neighborhood, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing, dude?" Uh-huh. Yeah, he was. was he? he was. <laughs> you guys really had ice, ice cream and Corona. I, I shit you not. I couldn't believe it because I, I thought it was like a TV or something in the house, and I looked around. And I was like. That's outside, and then I could hear the kids running towards it because they all congregated towards it. It was passing out that corona. <coughs> hey, kids, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I want the chocolate dip cone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, here you go, kids. <laughs> oh, man. It's been nuts, though. It's been uh, real interesting, though, like at the same time. Now, the thing is, is do you guys feel like uh, – going forward is this going to be a one-time thing for us as as a society as like a global society or is this the new norm for us when something like this pops up uh if it's unknown i think it's going to be the new norm um 2015 bill gates said that this was our greatest threat that we would face or instances like this that we have we're not prepared for yeah you know yeah um I, mean, I don't know how else to put it, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be the norm when these pandemics like this hit. 
Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Yeah, I think we're all getting trained now, you know, of what the process is going to be. Uh, the government can shut down stuff in an instant if they need to. Now they know they can. But I, <clears throat> at the same time, I think it also shows the areas that the government needs to work on for these instances and it not just be such a slow process. Um, Inslee, for example, showing traffic data from the freeways. Well, if you're not getting the results that you're wanting, fix it. Right. It's in mm-hmm. your hands to stop it. So don't send out a warning when you've already warned us. Do something about it. So you're talking like martial law for this? or I wouldn't even call it martial law, but just... Restrict it on a, on a more, you know, single scale. Do what they did on San Francisco. I mean, yeah, to a similar point, but. I mean, you're locked down. You know, they're not like legally enforcing it, but they're saying, hey, just stay home. And then more, you know, more businesses are closed down there. So it's more of a lockdown. It's not a martial law. It's I mean, one step above that, though. And here's, and you know, here's the thing is. <clears throat> I I take this seriously, but at the same time. I'm not worried about it for me. But at the same token, I'm going to take my precautions seriously because I don't want to give it, you know, let's just say I was over at your house. You, know? you mean my house, for example? Right. right. Um, I don't want to give it to pops or mom to where they could have a, an adverse, you know, effect to it. And then I've got that on my conscience that that was probably for me. Yeah, I'd never let you forget it either. I'm just well, true. <laughs> true story. No, but I mean, I'm, it's it's serious though. Like, and and that's that's what I'm trying to. That's what I wish people would understand. Is you know they keep saying, oh, the flu this, it's not as bad as the flu. But this, there's a more severe effect to this to a certain demographic. True. And I, right. if if you're comfortable with having that on your conscience that you're just going around being a douchebag, then fine. Go be a douchebag in a field by yourself. And. Fuck off, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was the thing that was bothering me at first. Um, was definitely that people just seemed to not take it seriously enough. Um, but the data that was coming out, you know, of course, as Americans, we're never gonna trust a foreign entity before we trust our own. So I think until our leaders stepped up and were like, "Hey, this is a serious thing," um, we were always gonna look at it as a foreign problem. And now that it's here. I think we're doing okay. Um, I think that, you know, people are still going to be ignorant and gather in large groups. But it's, I am surprised at how willing people have been to sacrifice their their personal space. Well, not space, but their um, beliefs and hopes of preventing someone from catching it. So it's, I definitely have seen some hope from that. And it's been nice. It's been, it really has. And at the same time, I've also seen some jackasses too. Oh, yeah, and the jackass part of it, too, is like, for instance, I went to Fred Meyer yesterday, and I think one of the main things that was on the shelf was bone broth and steamed tomatoes. These people are buying out, like, like, like the end of the world is here. Like, they're never going to have a food source again. And it's, yep. I, I commend the medical profession, the food profession, for all that they're doing, and <clears throat> which kind of leads me to something else that I, w- I wanted to bring up on on the podcast, if you, if any of our listeners have any issues with getting anything, let us know, and I will try, and we will try to help out with as much as that we can. I don't want to see people going with that because of idiots. Um, I feel bad for the elderly, single moms, young couples that are just starting out in life that 
don't have the money. They don't have certain resources. And these jackasses are going through and buying everything up and trying to hold a market on it. If you need something, please reach out to us. Let us know. You'll remain, remain anonymous, but we will do what we can to help you out. Yeah, True story. I commit to that as well. So we're, um, with that being said, um, is everyone comfortable with us giving our locations? What do you mean? Because well, I'm, I'm based usually in like the Spanway area. If anyone uh, you just hit us up on email. We'll figure it out. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Just hit us up on. Yeah, hit us up for sure. You can, you can message us on Facebook. Um, you can give your email. address, Johnny. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, let them know where you stay. China. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this Corona stuff is crazy, though. I will be honest, though. I might be one of those idiots. You are. Uh, I went over to my buddy's house last night for a barbecue and a bonfire. It was just uh, my family and his family. So we reduced it. You know, we're minimizing the amount of people that we're hanging out with, trying to keep it under 10. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going golfing with three other dudes. <laughs> going to Chambers Bay. Fucking you know, shit. Where they have so I'm going golfing tomorrow. Uh, less, than, less than 10 people in the group. So I'm adhering to all the rules and uh, reducing my amount of going out and about uh but i haven't sure given it all like it. <laughs> i'm going out every day yeah i went out last but I'm night following I'm going the rules. Golfing. they gave me some guidelines and i'm following those to the t hey it's saturday i will be in my house all day self-quarantining yeah good luck yeah <laughs> you know quarantine is one of those words that i've had trouble spelling I think that's, that's a why they word. moved it to self-isolate. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. Have you seen people start yeah. making that quarantini or whatever, like the drink? Yeah, quarantini. Yeah, it's yep. they make it with vodka and uh, the emergency. <laughs> right. Oh, I thought it meant it was a drink. Oh, yeah, that's what I was trying to spell. Word. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, one thing, though, in the midst of all that's been going on that has not ceased is... My love for craft beer. True story. Oh, hold True on. True that. Got something for you, player. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. ASMR. Where's the other one? Can opening. Oh, he's reaching for another one. Oh, you didn't. And another one. Earlier. No, no, no. The, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, damn. He's chugging him, son. to be well, on a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's, uh, there's certain... Uh, elements to this particular beverage that would make Tommy say that. Why don't you go ahead and go into what you're drinking, Tommy, just to give him the <clears throat> taste. So, if you listen to our show, you know that I'm a huge fan of Nenkasi. So, this week we've got the Megalodom. It's 10% and mm. 70 on the IBUs. They only come in the 16-ounce cans. I did it last time. Sorry, fellas. I'm going to have to do the, the ad for them again. Oh, here we go. Some say sea storms are a sign that Megalodon, the protector of Atlantis, is still down there, fighting off unwelcome visitors from invading her lost city. What the heck? We may never know, but we did brew this legendary IPA in her honor as a thank you for protecting all that is prized and treasured. It's bold yet balanced, fruity with a slightly sweet, slightly sweet, smooth finish. This one goes out to you, Megalodon, queen of the doms. All right, the ocean sound effects. <laughs> Uh, that, was, that was a heck of an ad read, Tommy. Yeah, way to go, Tommy Two Guns. No, the background <laughs> noise made it. 
Well, you know, the seagull's got to poop somewhere. So it was on the beach. Hey, come on, man. man All right, these, so. These microphones pick up everything. That's right. So you guys, okay, so let's let's talk about something else. Is uh, Right before I give my beer, have you guys during this ever had to suppress in our 11 episodes a bodily function such as a fart? Mike, I know you have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your resort to the one cheek sneak, man. <laughs> the white, yeah. Well, where I come from, we call it the white kiki sneaky between the cheeky. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Yeah. Malo- uh, mahalo. Yeah, your head's hollow. I got you. Um, all right. So the one that I'm drinking today is the um, Inversion IPA. Um, it is from Deschutes Brewery down in Oregon. 6.8% alcohol, and it is 65 on the IBUs. Um, it is pretty good. It's definitely a real hoppy one. Um, so I did drink this one first to check it out. Yeah, it's definitely good. It's, especially it's pretty standard for an IPA, uh, very drinkable. But then I, uh, popped open one of these Megalodons with, uh, Tommy just to give it a taste. It's pretty good. Actually, it's for really being, good. For being 10%. Yeah. I'm surprised at how smooth it actually is. It's got kind of like the show's a show's going to get real interesting. If, if <laughs> yeah. you start drinking these, you better have an Uber. Yeah, that's right. So Tommy's got an Uber, everyone. Yep. We're good to go. All My right. Wife. Uh, I'm drinking one that we've actually talked about before on the show. I think Tommy Two Guns introduced it in one of our earlier episodes. Uh, Lucille. Was that one you introduced, Tommy? Yes. I think you did. Georgetown Brewery IPA. Yep. It's a delicioso. I like it a mucho. And if you try it too, then maybe you will too so. This, this what M- the hell just happened? This MF spitting that, right here. <laughs> that was not an ad on behalf of Georgetown Brewery. That was just some creative juices flowing. Gross. Clean up your juices, Sorry. dude. All right. All right so, so, yeah, Lucille, Georgetown Brewery, classic, local, Seattle. Good stuff. I also want to say that uh, there's a sandwich shop in Georgetown called uh, Colosi's. They got the best Philly cheesesteaks I ever done had. So shout out to Colosi's. Have you ever been to MSM Deli in Tacoma? Negative. Oh, MSG Deli? No. no, no, MSM. MSM they have the Deli. Best sandwiches locally. Another good place is up in Edgewood is Oliver's. Both of Oliver's. These are great. Uh, Great sandwich stops, but if I had to choose between the two, MSM all the way. What about you, Tommy? What about a good local spot? Uh, you know, I don't have one anymore now that uh, I used to go to Philly Joe's because I like a good Philly steak. Um, and I guess he he was from the East Coast or whatever, and those things were phenomenal, but I think he went out of business. Mm. Must not have been that phenomenal. <laughs> no, they were pretty good. It's just a hard, it was a hard location, though. Yeah, that that'll do it. Though. That'll kill your locations. Yeah, it was right there uh, by Austin's Pro Max, right off South Tacoma Way. Oh, actually, I do know where you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Never mind. I take back my obviously. No, that place was <laughs> delicious. So I, I do have I'll a question. Say, oh, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Well, I, I was going to say that for the Bremerton area, if uh, if uh, y'all looking for a good spot to eat, El Balcon, it's a Salvadorian place. The food. Burritos and papusas, y'all need to check them out. El Balcon, you'll thank me. Maybe. Can you, can you spell that? 
E L space B A L C O N. Bacon. Way to go, Mike. Grazie. <laughs> I, I did want to mention one thing, though, is uh, listeners can't see it, and hopefully we'll get this uh, to where we can have video soon. But uh, I really, really want to know how's the training going for your fight with Apollo Creed there, Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> So let me hey, describe. Yo, Johnny. <laughs> it's over, right? Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been, uh, I've been in the freezer punching the meats. Oh, I bet you <laughs> this quarantine, you, I bet you you've been punching the meat. <laughs> hey, yo, Paulie, it's nothing. Uh, uh, like, what, that's you right. Peach? <laughs> 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 oh, Korean uh, Stallone, right times. there. Hey, good times, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you know. It's cold in these joints. You know, I got to make sure I stay warm. Yo, Mike One, you ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm ready, yeah? Hey, uh, forget about it. Yo, Adrian. That's like, like I said, the Korean Rocky. He's like, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, is it, well, is so, there any way we could get okay. a screenshot of that, though? Like, can I get you to take a selfie so we could... Uh, Use that so people can actually see what you got on right now. But Ba-dum, Ba-dum, I'm sure that I can get a picture for you guys before for sure, for sure. Before we move on. Right on. But uh let's talk about the um whatchamacallit? The question of the week from last week. Gullible creeper. Gullible creeper. Gullible Creeper, we asked you, what is something that you believed as a child? Looking back, you just cannot believe you believed it. Parents out here bullshitting. Leprechauns are real. <laughs> Leprechauns. Oh, lucky charms. They're always after them. You take my shilling, you should get the killing. We got some good submissions. Uh, so let's go through some of those. So Carrie Lind submitted one and said, hey, that all adults are smart and know everything. <laughs> but yeah. I, I remember growing up, growing up, I remember that. thinking that. Yeah. You never believed that? I never believed that. Yeah, you did. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I believe, okay, at certain some point adults. You, at some point in your childhood, you believe that all adults are smart. Not that I can recall. Like, when I consciously remember, like, I remember thinking adults were idiots. Oh, so a young Sheldon was on our hands. We didn't even know it. Yeah, there you go. Right? I can't really quantify it for you, Tommy, if you give me a few seconds. (laughs) At approximately 4.5 years of age, I decided adults suck. Oh, my God. Okay. John Stokes shouted out and said, hey, El Chupacabra. Oh, shit. Dude, I don't care. I still believe that one. (laughs) They got video evidence. It's it's like a weird mountain creature. It's... I believe El Chupacabra exists, not necessarily the way that they um, say, but I think this is a real thing. Believe in jackalopes, yeah. too. What's that? Jackalopes. Uh, jackasses, yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. Very close. Within My I favorite think. animal is a liger. <laughs> Those are real. <laughs> so what's funny about that, though, is like with the liger, uh, it, it depends on which one is the male and which one's the female. Either it... Um, I can't remember which one it is, but if it's the lion that's the male or the tiger that's the male, um, one of them creates a smaller version, and the other one is like a bigger version of bigger than both of those. Hmm. It's weird the way those genes work. 
Yeah. Hey, Eric, uh, uh, can we edit that story out that Johnny just told? It's <laughs> <laughs> super interesting. All I say uh, is, yeah. oh my gosh, they tried it in. I don't China. know if it's the female tiger or the male tiger. I, I don't really know. I mean, you know, but well, I don't know. One time it gets big and it gets small. I don't know. It's true. It creates it's a crazy. smaller version than both, or a bigger version than both. Oh my gosh! All right, it. I appreciate it. Hey, Tommy, give us that. Oh, Corona. Uh, hey, COVID. don't touch. Don't no pee pee touch. We didn't touch pee pee's, but that's hey. <laughs> All right. Alexis said uh turning the light on, the dome light in the car was illegal at night. I believe that too, because that's uh, what I was told. I did too. I did too. I think it is in some some municipalities it is illegal. While driving. Yeah, because it'll they said the that there are some states you live in, it is illegal. So uh we got easy E. Shouted out that if you keep making that face, it'll get stuck that way. Yeah, I so was told that face, way. The look you're making right now, change it. Yeah, like <laughs> eternal disappointment. That's what like. <laughs> Also, that uh, you'll go blind sitting too close to the TV. I was told that as well. Yeah, yep. I'm starting to believe that the older I get playing video games, and then you step back and God, can't focus. You're right. Ah, do you have like uh, gaming glasses now? <laughs> no, I wear them all the time. Okay, <laughs> I thought these glasses were his gaming glasses. Oh. Perfect, <laughs> idiot. My wife submitted a couple. Said uh, that swallowing gum stays in your stomach for seven years. Yeah. yeah. You just ever heard that one? I'm just really glad that she said gum. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, and then Denise. <laughs> Uh, There's our Howard Stern moment of the show. I'll keep it clean from here on out, folks. That uh, Denise said that uh, your mom had eyes in the back of her head. Uh, Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my mom. Those hippie moms do. One of my good friends' mom. Hi, Denise. Hey, Denise. (laughs) And then the last one submitted by our very own Tommy. Was that if you keep playing with it, that thing's gonna fall off? <laughs> yeah. If you weren't told that as a, as a young boy, then you didn't live your childhood right. Well, I thought I <laughs> wait. What are you talking about? So I I really did think it was like the door stopper thing, the thing that goes that. That's not what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, growing up, eventually you start realizing that certain things will itch as you do sports or you play outside a lot and you're active. So it was always shifting it or whatever. Yeah. And then it was stop playing with shifting. What? (laughs) What are you shifting? Gosh, sounds horrible. We're going to have another Howard Stern moment. Right. Shifting genders. All right. Well, Hey, thanks listeners all for your, uh, interaction. Uh, we will have a question at the end of this episode as well. So stay tuned for that. And uh, yeah, good times. Good times. I love when we get uh, the, you know, the submissions from the fans. It's good stuff. And the yeah, listeners, yeah. we really, really like that. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I got a couple of stories here that I found that uh, was kind of interesting. Just want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, turns out that... Uh, some elephants broke into a farm in China and got drunk off some rice wine. Straight passed out. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Right? Uh, they deserve it. 
They do, man. It's been I rough agree. on them. They broke in, social distancing, and they had a party. There was no Passed social out. distance. They like they're yeah, that's true. what were they hoofs, paws? What are what do we call an elephant's foot? Ooh. Okay. I don't think it's a paw. Not a paw, maybe a hoof. Hey, paw. Um, well, whatever it was, they were like kind of. I think it's an elephant's touching. foot, right? Just Remember foot. that story when the when the elephant had a tack in its foot? Maybe that was a lion. I don't know. I think it was a lion, dude. <laughs> and a and a lion's would be a paw. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I think it depends on what kind of animal it is. What you refer to it as. I'll be dang. I'll be darn. Anyways, yeah, no, I saw that story. The good pictures came from it, too. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. They Definitely like they check They had a good time. The next morning, they were just quick to hit that watering hole. <laughs> yes. They're like, I need my electrolytes. It was like, it was dang, good. I shouldn't it was have good. drank that much. The diabetic elephant got that sugar foot going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. here we go. Uh, An elephant foot? Uh, is called a foot. Oh, good call, Mikey. Foot. Yeah, it's an elephant's foot. Elephant's foot is not a hoof. It's not a paw. It's just a foot. Just a foot. All right. Nice. All right. Uh, Oregon police put out a, uh, an, an article to remind residents to not call 911 when you run out of toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, in Apparently, some cases, that could be an emergency. <laughs> I, mean, I just it, saw it, your it, picture, Mike. That's great. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Adrian! So, yeah, you know, obviously people, I don't know if they're sitting on the toilet when they're calling 911 or what. I'm not sure how this is going down, but apparently people thought it was an emergency. Can you imagine how that call sounded, though? You know, 911, what's your emergency? At work, I've gotten that call, though. What? Well, they call from what? people saying I've had people say they're locked into portable toilets, and then locked into uh, ran out of toilet paper, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Yeah, wow. like they, they, they are they are <laughs> in distress. Let me tell you, these people sound like they are in desperate what do need. I do? Clearly, these people have never had an emergency to where they've had to lose some underwear, or socks, or part of your shirt. Right, right. I mean, I'd really like if if I'm ever in that situation, I'll just. Borrow Tommy's Oklahoma Sooner jersey. <laughs> you better watch oh, your mouth. The whole dude. dynamic of this Ooh. show is going to change real quick. Dude, World star. So <laughs> oh, Look. I might say it again Man. just to get that reaction. <laughs> that was great. It was came out of seat. I just like I just wonder from from the nine one one operator standpoint, like how do you how do you just not hang up on them? Man, I guess you might get fired for doing. I don't that. think that they can. I think they can redirect their calls, but I think that they've got to listen because, um, like, for example, like battered women maybe call in and pretend like they're ordering a pizza, stuff like that. I Mm. think that they have to stay involved and listen because it could be that these people are under duress and can't tell them directly what's happening. We should get Wendy on our podcast. Dude, that's a great. You know what's funny is I was thinking the exact same thing. Shut up. No, you weren't. I swear. Shut up. Shut up. Well, uh, one Shut of our up. good friends, Wendy, China. is a uh, 911 operator. That's why we were asking. I, I really was thinking it. Don't, you know, tag team back again. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. 
so in England, there was a fire that was sparked by a pig eating a battery-powered pedometer. Sweet. Straight up ate this thing. <laughs> Saying that the copper and the fecal material sparked a fire on the gray on the on the hay. And I'm just thinking all those bales of hay that people were having to work and spread around and up in smoke. We're Boom. All that work. That. Dude, we're yeah. never gonna lose bales of hay. Boom. Just so this is out a of cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. Don't shit on a bunch of pennies is what I just heard. <laughs> Pretty much. At least don't do it on haze, you know, that you just bailed. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad news. All right. And the last one, there has been videos going around of parents pranking young children by smearing Nutella or peanut butter on them. This is And awesome. acting like it's poop. This is so awesome. That kid threw up. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's a three-year-old kid and the dad <sighs> said, hey, come into the bathroom. And he wipes Nutella on him and says it's poo. And the kid freaks out and pukes. It was hilarious. So I just want to say, I want to encourage that because I think it's good stuff right now. And it makes me laugh. Yeah, you're going to, so in probably 10, 15 years from now, you're going to have a bunch of kids in therapy from their parents because of this (laughs) self-isolation of pulling pranks on their kids. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, that's true. It's coming. You guys right ready for on. the coronials to be here? The coronials. <laughs> Nine <laughs> months it. from now. There you go. Coronials. That's true. Coronials. <laughs> I Just like so you it. Know you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That is good stuff. That's good guys. stuff. So, all right. Is this where yeah, we're shifting? Are we? Are we shifting? To, yep. to our main topic. Oh, let's go. Because along with hearing the cronials here first, you heard it here first where TB was going. Oh, God. Here we I go. called it. Oh. I called this. And you guys thought I was an idiot. Yeah. And what happened? I do. And what happened? <laughs> well, Dude, a- this doesn't make sense to me. Folks, we're talking about Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. NFL free agency. It has been nonstop. I don't know if you're a fan or not of sports or football in general, but let me tell you, this has been a gift to us sports fans uh, being able to watch this stuff. It has been incredible. It's been exciting. Uh, I don't know if there's been a more eventful free agency in recent years than we've had here in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, there's been so many big names changing teams. It's been nuts. I think the only time you it wasn't really this drastic, or at least it didn't seem like it, maybe because um, it was a while back. But the last CBA, it seemed like once it got signed, there was a bunch of movement. But it was a lot of people re-signing. This time, people are just abandoning ship. Right. Yeah. Got, got more Pretty money crazy. to spend. So, with that being said, so Tom Brady, I am super happy he's no longer in the AFC East. Just because... You being a Dolphins fan. Absolutely. You guys finally feel you'll be relevant. <clears throat> What's funny is that uh, in that division now is if we I, – I feel very comfortable in saying that uh, we're probably going to draft a quarterback, but Ryan Fitzpatrick right now is the AFC East best quarterback. So 
<laughs> who's, who's the other three teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Jets, which got Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. right. and you've got the Bills, got Josh Allen. That's probably the one that might be. That's the that's the one that's going to get y'all. You think? So? Well, I mean, he's he's had some success already. He's only in his second year this last year, and yeah. the first year he. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that bad. No, think... he's he's got a rocket, dude. That guy yeah. can throw the ball so far. Now you just work on his game time decisions, like in that moment. Yeah, yeah. You get that under him. I think that's a whole nother quarterback right there. You discounting Darnold for real? Yeah, Darnold I'm is not a, buying into Darnold. He's a classic <clears throat> USC quarterback in that he will not name the last USC quarterback that had success in the NFL. I'll wait. I, I, I don't have any. Maybe Carson Palmer, but even him, he never won anything real major. Would you call him successful? I think he had some good years, but I don't know. Out of successful, probably not. I mean, I would say a, a, a successful career is being able to have a career in the NFL. I think, I think that's how I would base that. As far as you know, where did he have an elite career? No, but uh, you know, being able to play 14 years in the NFL, however long he played, I think that's pretty successful. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, he definitely had success as far as having a career, but I don't know if he had success in that career. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then the other one is uh, now. So a couple questions is how do we feel Tampa, Tampa Bay is going to do now that they have the goat? Who who has a better record next? How year? did the Wizards do when they got the goat? Uh, ended up in an ownership. This is the only. <laughs> this is the only other time that we've ever seen this like this. This big yeah. was when MJ went to the Wizards. Yeah, it's true. It didn't work out so well so, for yeah, him. But I mean, seriously, name me another time something like this has happened. It hasn't. Well, the Wizards were a really flawed team to begin with. What I think is that uh, if you take away Tampa Bay's um, Winston, James Winston, throwing all those interceptions, particularly the pick sixes, uh, they had a decent record last year even with his poor play. Like, sure, he had a bunch of touchdowns, but I think Tom Brady will cut those interceptions. And they're going to have a nasty receiving core too. Yeah, they got uh, Godwin, they got Mike Evans. But their defense was a top five defense, and um, we said this: if it wasn't for Winston, yeah, that would have been a whole nother, completely different team, right? And then the whole, uh, I think that I feel very comfortable in saying that the NFC South now is probably one of the more competitive divisions now, because you got Breeze, you got Matt Ryan, now you got Tom Brady, and then you have Teddy Bridgewater taking over. For the Panthers, I so. don't. I don't think I don't buy into the Atlanta hype. No, even with Gurley, no, that was a bad signing. Yeah, that was, that was a horrible signing. <clears throat> too I much agree. money. He's done. I know. Yeah. I, I well, do. One think, year, six mil. I you think do that's too think much for him. The Saints. The Saints yeah. with Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. Oof. Yeah, that is that is. Whew. Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that is a vicious group. If they can gel, oh my God, watch out. They just signed Malcolm Jenkins, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, we are, are we all in agreement that Tom Brady makes Tampa Bay better? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, especially because Tom Brady is the type of player to where him having a chip on his shoulders seems really scary if I, to me, <laughs> like as far as what he's capable of doing. Yeah, and, he, you know, he's going to want to absolutely prove and redeem himself that he didn't need Belichick. He's already, he's already, it hasn't even been, it's been what, three days? Yeah. 
and he's already telling him what he's going to want on that roster. Yeah, as, mm-hmm. he, as he should be. Like, I mean, Tampa Bay definitely bought into a we need to win now. Uh, what do we think happens to James Winston? Right, get cut. You think he'll get cut? Yeah. What, what now? Here's here's something crazy is that I think well, I don't think I know that the next year was supposed to be his fifth year option. Do did they did we pick it up or did Tampa Bay pick it up? I don't think they did. I don't think they did either. Yeah, but I, I do either. think he'll eventually end up in Denver. Denver, okay. What if he sits like because Tom's probably playing maybe one, maybe two years. I think if he goes, if they win a Super Bowl, you know, um, I think Tom retires after this year. Would it do Jameis a, a service to sit behind him maybe for one year? I, I think, and this was the yeah. whole thing is I, I told you that, um, when we talked about this and I said possibly Brady to the, the Bucks is because of this this scenario right here. When I said that Winston needs to sit. He's not worth the $30 million that he wants a year. Right. Not even close. Um, but I don't – I want him to sit and learn. But I don't think that his ego and his personality is going to do that. I think that he thinks he's already one of the elite quarterbacks of the league, and he's going to want to prove that. But he, to me, he doesn't have the knowledge, the understanding, or, you know, just – the knowledge, I guess, the knowledge of the game for that. Yeah. He's always kind of been um, – now, he's always looked, as far as football-wise, he looks a little bit out of shape at the beginning of each year. Um, could you imagine if he, like, adopted Tom Brady's regimen as far as, like, his eating, his discipline, all that? If he could get just a little bit of that magic dust that TB12 be throwing around, mm. I think it could change his career, man. I, I think he – because he's definitely got talent. I think what he lacks is discipline. He it. has – that's the thing is he has natural talent. Yeah. Way more than Tom Brady, if we're being completely honest. He does. Yeah. But yeah. what made Tom Brady great? His discipline, his commitment. He's smart. Right. Bought into the system. And the whole yeah. – and the other thing the other thing with the Belichick <laughs> system that I don't think someone like um, Jameis Winston could do is at any given time in a team meeting, Belichick will look at you, whether you're a fullback – a linebacker and go tell me about the the Jets fourth string safety. What school did he go to? Right. What's his 40 time? You know, Bell I'll give it to Belichick too along with Tom Brady in that system. They were ready for everything. They knew everything. Yeah. It was it was a constant school and that wasn't there wasn't just a let up cuz you got good talent. No. You're going to know this. And I don't think Winston will ever be that kind of a quarterback. I think they should trade Winston for a running back. Yeah, that'd be a good trade. Yeah. Well, then they got a couple good ones. They got Peyton Barber. Um, oh, no, they don't have Doug Martin. That's a couple no. Years ago. no, they don't really have anybody there. There's back. not a lot of depth there. Yeah. Definitely. They do. It'll probably be uh, – well, I mean, and then obviously losing Belichick as his coach is definitely going to affect Tom Brady. But Bruce Arians is not a bad coach either. I think you throw him in that system, he's going to be successful too. No, Bruce I mean, Arians yeah. is a good coach. <clears throat> was Bruce Arians the one that um, he coached when Kurt Warner was there, right, when he had his resurgence? I want to say yes. I thought it was Fisher. Was it Fisher? Jeff Fisher? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, no, I think it was you're Bruce. you're right. I think it was Bruce. When uh, he, he replaced um, – because it was Dennis Green there for a while. 
Danny Green. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different team. You're right. Yeah, I think it was Bruce Arian after Dennis Green. Yeah, he resurged. Uh, Kurt Warner came back, and they made it to the Super Bowl under that system. Yeah. Got a, <clears throat> you know, uh, all-time great play um, from San Antonio Holmes catching that ball in the fourth quarter. Uh, if not, you know, they have a Super Bowl because they were up in that mm. game. Good, good, really good game, actually. So has anybody been surprised of the market that is not there for Jadavion and Clowney? <laughs> no. I was a little bit. I, I'm going to be honest. I was, too. But so I found out that the, the long-term deal – they're offering them, I think, thirteen million a year. Uh-huh. The short-term deal is eighteen million a year. I could be backwards; I'm not sure. But either way, now that there's not really a market for him, if he stays and we get Everson Griffin, Oof. along with that, and that's that's how they that's why they went to that next tier down. Yeah, for his numbers to get to go after Griffin, and I think that at this point he should take that hometown discount, get Griffin on there, and that's going to be a bad <clears throat> bad line. Yeah, it'll make me sad. So it'll make me happy and tingle. <laughs> Let's talk about the Seahawks. So you guys got uh, Bruce Irvin again. Yep, I'm excited about that. Happy with that the system. Womp womp. Jaron Reed. What are you? That's what, a good signing. What are you saying? Womp womp for Bruce Irvin's done. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Why? Because of his time in Carolina. Look at what the well, Panthers did. You can't he, just put that on him. Say he's just done. I said it once. I'll say it again. Bruce Irving's done. <laughs> he had a he actually no. He was actually solid at, uh, with the Raiders, but last year you know it was kind of a he was a replacement kind of for uh, Thomas Davis. I think this is going to give him that spark to get back. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You guys signed uh, B.J. Finney. Yep. Should be a good signing. Uh, Jake Hollister. Did you guys have Hollister already? Yeah, we've got like seven tight ends on the roster right now. Yeah. Jeez. And, of course, Greg Olson. Yeah. Do you think any uh, of those tight ends are going to separate themselves for the rest? Uh, I think Greg. a healthy Greg Olson for what you guys paid for him it would be – it's going to be legit. Yeah, I think Olson and Hollister, that'll be our two go-tos. What about Disley? Did you guys get rid of him or – I don't. I think he's still on the roster. I yeah, he's like still on the roster I, for now. I think he's the best one you guys got, to be honest. He is the best partial season tight end they have. <laughs> yeah, they're going to need him because all three of those guys are going to get injured. I'm just, <laughs> I will be happy if we can keep our backs healthy and a good line. And that lift with your legs. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Or your back. Oh, yeah. Strong back. Weak yeah. Back. You guys need some cornerbacks for sure. They're a little thin in that area. Yeah. They haven't really been signing anybody. No. You know who has been signing people is the Dolphins. You got damn right, Mikey. Yeah, let's and now talk the, about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. And now how the, the news story coming out, and I asked you this, is what do the Dolphins have to trade up for to get the number one pick? Because now that's the whole thing coming out is that Dolphins won't burrow. No, they I think don't. that would be a dumbass decision. No, I, I, I agree. I think that uh, we should stay where we're at at five, see how it develops, and then we just take the best player available, whether that's – Tua, whether that's Herbert, whether that's uh, Isaiah Simmons from the linebacker from uh, Clemson, I'd really like to see him in that defense. You know, we signed. You take that defensive player over Young. 
Uh, Young's not making it. To, if Young makes it to fifth, we should take him. But I don't think he's gonna make it there. Yeah, and then we, a couple big signings that we had is we made uh, Byron Jones the highest paid cornerback um, in the league currently. Right. But yeah. once once a couple of these other guys get signed, I think that that goes away. I don't think he'll remain the. No. I don't think he'll. Eighty two million dollar contract, fifty four point five million guaranteed. Or five years? I think it was five years. Five years. Yep. Five years. Really what this is, is this is an insurance policy for uh, Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard signed a big contract, almost as big as this one, not quite, but close. Uh, He just had some off off the field issues with some domestic stuff coming up as far as domestic violence. So I appreciate that they are not laying all, you know, putting all their eggs in that basket for him. He's a great player. I personally really like him. I hope that, you know, I hope it's not true. I hope that, you know, there's some extenuating circumstances. But if it comes down to where he has to serve a suspension and then the second half of the season, we have uh, Zamian Howard on one side, Byron Jones on the other. Byron Jones athletically is a freak, but I think Zamian Howard's the better football player. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that. You guys are, you guys are pretty much signed a whole new defense almost. I mean, goodness. You guys signed a safety. Three linebackers, a yep. cornerback, and an edge rusher. Is this not reminding you of the Rams three or uh, four years ago? I, I think that uh, I There's hope a, some big similarities to me in this. That's true, especially because they're going to probably go after not a golf, but because golf's overrated. Way overrated. Yeah. I agree. I think that uh, two Miami's of, known for paying quarterbacks way over what they're worth, though. That's not true. We haven't had a good one in a long time, and we really didn't overpay Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, you did. No, we didn't. Look at his performance. I don't blame that on Tannehill. It wasn't him. It was our lack. You know what we need to do, though, and we have been doing is we've been signing linemen. We've got, um, you know, uh, Flowers from the Redskins. Flowers. We also, also, which has been a very quiet signing, is we got one one of, if not the best, offensive lineman from the Patriots and Ted you know, Karras. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he's got a, uh, you know, knowledge from, you know, blind, he's familiar with our co- coach in Flores. Um, man, dude, I, I like a lot of our signings so far. One of the ones I don't really like is uh, we signed Van Noy from that defense. Now, granted, he's got two Super Bowls, but I just think he's, he is what I would consider a system player that shined underneath Bill Belichick's system. Mm. We we definitely overpaid him. We might have even overpaid for yeah. Byron Jones because he doesn't get a lot of interceptions, but it's because he's so such a freak that people don't throw at him. Right. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think Vinoy is going to be a good fit for you guys. I think I the agree. leadership and the locker room presence for sure. We'll see how it, play, it pans out on the field. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You guys agree? I that will the say Patriots oh, are ahead, a complete sorry. rebuilding. They never are, dude. They they never. I think it depends on who the quarterback is, I dude. I think they're gonna see one of the worst records they've ever had this year. I think if Cam Newton gets signed in there, they're still gonna be competitive. Oh man, could you imagine Cam Newton in that Patriots coat? That ugh. makes me cringe. I, I know. Still, but with that being said, I, hate I the still Patriots, think but Ryan's I hate Newton more. Ryan, if Cam Newton goes to the Patriots, Ryan Fitzpatrick's still the best quarterback in that division, in my opinion. He may be the best skill-wise, but I don't think he'll be the winningest. Well, really, Belichick's too good, man. Yeah, I think that we're uh, 
I think we're going to be competitive this next year. I think when we're going to shine is going to be the year after because we're just set up okay. as far as the draft and everything else. These players, a lot of these players that we're going to pick up with all these high draft picks are going to get some uh, one year of experience, and then, um, you know, the next year I think that's when we'll shine. I'm I'm honestly really excited to see how this football season is going to play out. Same here. I think it's going to be an explosive season. Right on, right on. I agree. So I agree. There's been a lot of movement. You know, obviously we're highlighting the teams that we're in favor of. We talked about the Seahawks. We talked about the Dolphins. And now let's talk about the lack of movement from the Packers. Yeah, there's not much going on there. <laughs> a, little, a little sad about that. There's been a there's lot not of much to report, folks. What's letting people go. Yeah, they've been letting people go. And then the, <laughs> the Bears are dumpster diving. Yeah. Ah, no. Freaking Graham heading over to the Bears, man. Trubisky. Oh, no, they just signed someone else, too. Trubisky's got competition now. Nick Foles. Yeah, Trubisky won't be the starter. You don't think so? No, he should. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely not. Big Dick Nick all the way. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Hey, you know, uh, we signed Christian Kirksey, linebacker, so I'm I'm happy about that pickup. I think he'll be a solid uh, replacement. For our our linebacker, we just lost. So Nick, I can't, I can't remember his name right now. But, but he, Martinez, yeah, he yeah. was a good, good, solid linebacker. Went to but, the um, Giants, right? To the Giants, yep. Yeah. So you know, uh, good for him. Good for him. I think that'll be good. Uh, and then an ex-Packer that got moved to a team. Uh, Randall Cobb getting signed by the Texans. I think that's a good move for him. I they think do Bill something. O'Brien is just obliterating that team. Uh, he is. And then I, I think also with your coach, I think this year and next year is going to be a good indication of what kind of a coach he really is. That's Too a valid forward. point. Yeah, I think yeah, How that, do you build on that success and keep growing? But I mean, really, if you think about it, when was the – besides, like, I mean, since Reggie White, what major – free agency moves has the Packers made. I don't, I don't think they, they build through the draft. They always have. I think they always will. I mean, you know, the Mars. two big ones that we signed last year was were uh, Preston Smith and, and Zeke. Before White, though. Was it? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Favre came onto the team before Reggie White, correct? Ooh, I don't know. I think he did. I, I'm, I'm not sure, sure did, about huh? that. Well, I'm going to go on the record and say, yes, he did. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you know, the two linemen, uh, defensive linemen we picked up uh, last year, Preston and oh, Zeke. Smith. You know, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, those were big pickups. They yeah. were big pickups, big but I'm, I'm talking like big money. Oh, I see. I don't think it's yeah. happened. I, I can't remember the last time they picked up somebody who, like those two that you guys signed, those were steals. Right, they were. Yeah. That they were. From the Ravens. Uh, and... Yep. I don't know where Preston came from. I don't remember either. But uh, the other big team that's been making like uh, so so far, if you were to give of all the teams that you've been hearing about, who do you think's made the best offseason moves and the worst? I hate to say it, but I'm gonna have to say the Dolphins so far. On the best, Dolphins have been killing it. The what about worst? the worst? Texans. Yeah. Packers. <laughs> Packers really. 
Yeah, man, they signed one own. guy. We so we we re-signed two people and signed one new person. That's all we've done. Yeah, but you guys were in the NFC Championship though too. I don't really, care. Really sit back we and think about what the Texans have done. Horrible. Yeah, but they have. Um, and I'm glad see. Hopkins got off that team. With if the, if what Bill O'Brien said about him was yeah, true, that's true. Yeah, I am, that's true. I am glad. Then that just says what kind of character O'Brien has. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So just uh, if you're not aware of what Tommy's referring to, is uh, Bill O'Brien had told a couple people within the organization that he was tired of his uh, baby mama drama and him act- and Hopkins acting so ghetto and all this other stuff. So, and you know, it's just a product of your environment. He's, is he those things? Maybe, but should your head coach be running around telling people that? Absolutely not. Not at all. He signed David Johnson. Yeah. That's a big pickup. That's like signing Gurley, man. No, no. Johnson's way better than Johnson's that. All right. Got a longer so how, shelf life. Okay. So how many games this year till he's injured? Well, well that's Bill a good O'Brien question. Keep talking that shit. He won't make it to the second game. Or are you talking about the players? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no, David Johnson, though, if he, you're right. He has had some health concerns. That is such a huge gamble to, 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 to take with his health. Yeah, but when he – man, he could – all I know is that he's in my fantasy strategy. He's been <laughs> out of my fantasy strategy. Well, I got really – there was a couple years back to where I – had uh, done a cul-de-sac haircut to where I shaved the top of my head and kept just the sides like Monty Burns style. Oh, you had to get a haircut for that? I, I had to do that in shit natural. No, no, no. That's not happening for me. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, it may be for other people on this podcast. I won't call out any names. Tag team. Back again. Um, uh-huh. But I actually Don't did that haircut. Don't be messing with the bald and beautiful motherfuckers. What's that? Don't be messing with the bald and beautiful motherfuckers. True story. You got one of those down for sure. One of those you definitely in spades. The other one. eh. (laughs) What? All right. What about what about the Cardinals? I Tommy Two Guns has been talking the Cardinals up for a couple weeks. I have. I I said this was going to be the team that comes out and proves themselves. And so far, if what they're doing can make it to the field, it is going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. Is Hopkins a game changer for him? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Especially playing opposite, you know, Larry Fitzgerald came back. Uh, they've got yep. Christian Kirk. And then they got Hop, uh, Hopkins now. And then they've got Kenyon Drake out of the backfield, which is a really All underrated right. player. I was, I honestly wanted us as the Dolphins to keep him because I really, really liked him. And Murray? Yeah, and Murray's up and coming. He's, got, sure. a, he's got a cannon on him. He figures out the game. He's a fast scrambler if he needs to. I mean, this this defense, team though. this team, honestly, it's gonna start to scare me here pretty quick. Yes, mm. it should. Okay. Yeah, especially I really hope that the Seahawks do not get Everson Griffin. I like that guy. If they do, <laughs> oof, we'll look out. Yeah. How about the Panthers signing Teddy Bridgewater? Good pickup for them. It is a good pickup for them. I do kind of feel sorry for Bridgewater. No, Bridgewater can go fuck himself. As far as I'm concerned. Wow. Yeah, but we'll go, hold on. Here's the reason why he didn't want to come to the Dolphins uh, last year was because uh, of the rumors of tanking and all this other stuff. Just imagine if he would have came there and then the season that they ended up having, 
I think that Bridgewater would have possibly led us to more wins than Fitzpatrick on accident. So, and then he's not now, a bad quarterback. He's not. He's not. But his reason for not wanting to come there, I. So I you, have, you have a personal reason against him. That's fine. You can have that. But what I'm saying is, I feel bad for him going to such a broken system. Don't tell me what to do. So now, now what do the Panthers have? McCaffrey and Bridgewater. That's their main highlight yep. right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what sucks for him too is that he's going to have to play with Okung. So that means he's going to lead the leagues in false starts. Yeah. Uh, oh, he signed with them. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. yeah. Huh. He's an overrated he player too. For sure. He has potential. He just can't. He can't do anything, man. They signed Kyle Allen. It's He's there a, too. So who's going to be the quarterback there? Who's going to be the Bridgewater. quarterback? Bridgewater by. Four. What about the? What about the Raiders? Want want. I mean Mariota. I, I want Mariota to have success. They'll be a six-win team. <clears throat> what about Witten? He's there. He's going to be he in the. To, he needs to retire again and be right. done. <laughs> again. I hope he doesn't go to uh, broadcasting when he does retire, though. I know. He's not good at that. No, he's not. Not at all. Yeah, Mariota. I don't see Mariota being the starter there, though. So you have that much faith in Derek Carr? I just. I, I would almost take Carr over Mariota. Yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't, but that's fair. I could see it either way, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, Nelson. At the end of the day, it's it's what the you know the Raiders' scheme is going to be. If it's going to be the running and gunning, then I'm going to go with Mariota. If it's going to be the sit back and wait for lanes to open, then it's going to be Carr. Yeah. But they're going to have to have the lines for it. Depends on the line too. Who's going to fit that scheme better? Right. Yeah, because you go back a yep. couple years, uh, Derek Carr did could accomplish nothing with one of the best lines in the league when he had Penn, Osimile, all those guys. They oh, they did the have the best a... thing he's done is that denim commercial. <laughs> Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> yep. Nice. That's awesome. And then the last team that I wanted to talk about. How about the Cleveland Browns? Dumpster You've got. Case Keenum, do you think a three-year, $18 million deal, you think they signed him to that big of a deal to sit on the bench? Yeah. Yeah. It's a perennial backup. He's think so? He's the next Charlie Whitehurst, in my opinion. Yeah. Ooh. Who? The bench Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Clipboard Jesus. Man. Yeah, man. Well, you know, they, they, they made some good pickups. They got Austin Hooper. I was hoping he was going to the Packers. Yeah, you guys should have got him. You really should have. Yeah, we should have. Yep. I agree. Lame. <laughs> Whatever. Other than the Browns, uh, um, didn't who who else? They picked up a big lineman, and we were talking about it being like an insurance policy for Miles Garrett. Who who were we talking about? Yannick or I think Yannick got franchised though. He did get franchised. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what we were talking about, but I think the Browns will still be Jack Conklin. Say that again. Jack Conklin oh, uh, signed a three-year, $42 million deal with him. Yeah, good player. And they actually, that, uh, for the caliber of player that he's been, I really, the Dolphins should have got him. It, that pisses me off. That's one we should have picked up, especially for that price tag, absolutely. If Here's the thing. I, I think the Browns will stay middle-of-the-road team unless they can figure out that locker room. Yeah, they got to get if rid of kitchens. Yeah. If they can't figure out that locker room, I mean, by all means, if they can figure it out, they can gel, they're going to be one of the better AFC teams. 
If not, it's going to be that middle of the road. You don't know what you're getting day to day. Yep. Yep. True. They have a lot of talent on that roster, and just nothing comes to fruition. They from do. It. They do. Man, they've got, oh, dude. Just <clears> offensively, <throat> I think that where they need a little bit of work, in my opinion, is defensively. But even then, they've got really talented players on that. Offensively, they should be lighting it up every day, right? Or every time that they set foot on the field. But as someone who had Baker Mayfield as one of my starters at the beginning of the season, I ended up dropping him in fantasy. Um, that definitely didn't come to fruition. He has no excuses. He's got Jarvis Landy, one, uh, Landy, Landry, one of the best slot receivers in the game. Then he's got a big play receiver in you know Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, yep. and Kareem Hunt. And then he had right. David Njoku as a good, uh, you know, solid big tight end. I, I don't know if he resigned or not. Um, I think I think the thing with Mayfield though is he just needs to settle down. Yeah, he shut his to, mouth. He needs. Yeah, you're right. He does. He needs to shut his mouth. He plays. He is one of the most chip on the shoulder players I've ever seen in my life. Like, he's yeah, way too serious. He needs to calm down. And too I've, emotional. And I've watched. I've watched a lot of Baker Mayfield. You know, coming from Oklahoma, so I know how this guy plays. But once he gets into that zone and he uses that chip as fire and not just a cockiness, he's a dangerous quarterback. He is. Very talented. Because mm-hmm. I think all of them collectively are like playing under their talent for sure. Yeah. And then pointing their fingers at yeah. each other. Yeah. He needs to stop caring what everyone's saying about him and just focus on playing football. True. True story. But, yep, yeah, it's uh, – it's exciting though. I mean, we got a lot of a lot of exciting stuff going on right now. So uh, here we go. Here we go. Football. Hopefully, everything clears up. We can get this season started so the Packers can win the Super Bowl this year. Let's get it. Fuck off. <laughs> ah, right on. All right. You guys have any last parting words for NFL before we move on? What about the Redskins? What about the Redskins? Yeah, I mean, they re-signed uh, a couple of big names. They're going to be trash. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but now what, we've got Alex Smith potentially coming back this year. They're going to be trash. Or Dwayne Haskins, right? Jesus Christ. They're going to they're gonna have to start Alex Smith. See, the only reason is I agree in the fact that they're probably not going to be a good team. However, they play in the NFC East. So they, they signed J.D. McKissick, yep. running back. Uh, they got Brandon Scher from yes. West Schweitzer. Schweitzer. McKissick, though, Offensive he's got guard. a lot of potential, but he never just follows through with it. True. Isn't that a former Seahawk? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had so much hope for that guy, and he just couldn't deliver. But then, see, they've got uh, McLaren there, a very good receiver. Yeah. I think, uh, man. He he way outperformed his quarterbacks last year. You figure he had a Haskins and then Case Keenum. I think you're going to have two to three years before the Redskins are decent again. I think that your timeline doesn't take into consideration that they're in the NFC East, which I consider one of the worst divisions in football. I don't I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Look at the NFC East this year. Yeah, <laughs> the Cowboys and the. It was still all shit. Yeah. Although, okay, Philly can be dangerous, though. Philly's got a good defense, I think, offensively. Yeah, one of the other players we picked up, we grabbed from them, was Jordan Howard. Now, when you say the name Jordan Howard, what if I told you he was only, he's still only 25? That blew my mind because I, when I first saw that the Dolphins signed him, I was like, oh, great, we're getting an almost 30-year-old. 
No, but he's only 25. That's super young. <laughs> That's it way is. younger than I thought he was. But you got to remember, his time in Chicago, a lot of things were put on his shoulders. So right. He, I think he, he, was, he was asked way too much out of Chicago for their underlying talent that they had. Yeah, and then they have... Mm-hmm. And he did good in Philly towards the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I went from hating that signing to mildly disliking it because we paid too much money for him. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us from that. But. Well, we'll see how he turns out. Yeah, but I think that Alex Smith coming back, I wish him luck. I hope Alex Smith comes back and wins that division just to shove it in Jerry Jones, Doug Peterson, all those guys' face. Yeah. And then The Eagles signed three safeties. Rodney McLeod, Jalen Mills, and Will Parks. I don't know what the hell the Eagles are doing in this offseason, honestly. Playing touch button in the park. Signed Darius Slay. They had a they had a chance at Hopkins, and they their their receivers are the ones that were vetoing that. They didn't want him there. They have a trash receiving well, core. They're they're not bad individually. They're not good. They're not good collectively, but individually they're not bad. What Aguilar, Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Two of those three passed their prime. Hmm. Who are the two that you're referring to? Obviously, Deshaun Jackson. Who's yep. the other one? Um, Alshon. Okay, I'll give you that. I think Aguilar is underrated. I do, too. Yeah. But I don't think Jackson and... Um, Jeffrey. Jeffrey are anywhere near what they were. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I mean, Deshaun's still fast. He just can't stay healthy. No. So what happens. You get that old man syndrome. <clears throat> so speaking of old so they man, signed- Mike, where are you taking us? <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah, the Eagles signed Nate Sudfeld, yeah, quarterback, right? Uh, so, how long before he is their starter? Never. Yeah, not as long as Carson's there. They really that city loves Carson. How long before Wentz gets injured? Uh, six games. Playoffs. He'll be injured by the six. You think game. he makes it to the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think he'll make it a whole season. I don't think which would mean. Nate Sudfeld would be their starting quarterback. Am I am I crazy for thinking that Wentz is completely overrated? I think his whole quarterback class, him and Jared Goff, yeah, not worth yeah. hype at all. Of the two, though, I think yep. Carson's is a better player if he could just stay healthy. See, Goff's been healthy and he sucks. You think Wentz hates Foles? Yes, uh, uh, absolutely. When you when you tie when you tie the Super Bowl to Philly, do you think of Carson Wentz or Foles? <laughs> totally Foles, man. Yeah. Yep. I'd fucking hate him too. Uh huh. I'm just like, man, that sucks, man. Now, Foles is just outshining him. <laughs> if Wentz stayed healthy, he was having an MVP year that year. Yeah. Would they still have won the Super Bowl? It's hard to mm. say, but I don't think so. Yeah, I, I believe um, them beating the Patriots had a lot to do with uh, they were scheming kind of for uh, Carson, and they got Foles. Yeah. Foles is just kind of an unknown in that system. He had, they only had a few games. It's just like this year when teams are going to play Mahomes and Jackson. There's a lot more tape on them now. I think that Mahomes – is still going to be successful. I think Jackson's success will taper off. I agree with that statement. Yeah. Because I, I think he's just a better quarterback. I think Lamar Jackson. Jackson is a great quarterback, but I think his emotions are going to get the better of him. Yeah. And when he gets flustered, we've seen what happens. The fit start, 
throwing the balls, throwing the helmets. And then it ruins the game for them. Yeah. The uh, Ravens did make a couple big moves, though, defensively specific. Uh, they they signed Calais Campbell. Um, from, the bo- from the bottom of my heart, for our buddy, William, fuck the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, fuck William. <laughs> So, let's see. Baltimore Ravens, they signed Matt Skura. Skura! The center. It's a big position. Jihad Ward. Calais Campbell. Michael Brockers. Yeah, that that one is the one I like. I think he's been overshadowed by Aaron Donald in L.A. Now that it'll be on that defense, it'll be a good defense. He'll have Calais Campbell in the middle, and then he'll come up on the you know, the defensive end side, I think he has a big year, big year coming up. Okay. Dig it. I dig it, brother. I dig it. All right. Well done. Well done. Good stuff, NFL. Keep the excitement going. Green Bay Packers, make some moves, huh? Come on now. Do something here. All right. So, moving on to some other football. Oh, wait. The XFL canceled their season. Are you guys surprised? Uh, so, so surprised. We started off strong with the XFL, and then within Dude, three weeks, it was like... Faded. I'm faded. Like, we're sitting here like, do we even bring it up? <laughs> no, I, I think it's... Um, I think it will be saved by the fact that this... Uh, People have short memories. They won't remember that it was the product that was fading. It'll be blamed on COVID nineteen. Corona. Yeah, they'll, they'll, that's what they'll credit with it. But it really was fading on its own. And what they yeah, really agreed. need to focus on is getting some quarterbacks. That's that's what's quarterbacking. Yeah, it, I think that is what has affected the that league more than anything else is the lack of good quarterbacks. But yeah, I agree. take this opportunity. And at the same time, though, I think they need a little bit more time than what they had. Go get. They don't cap. have camps. They don't have the OTAs. They don't have any of that. Go get cap. cap well, will you know, you know, for for the way. XFL though, I think it, it it worked out good for them because now you know they had a sample. They can go back to the drawing board now and say, okay, here's what worked. Here's what didn't work. They didn't have to draw out a whole season and try to fix it on the fly. Like they can come back next year with the lessons they've learned and implement it. And it'll probably be better than it was this year. Hopefully. That's the hope, brother. I hope so. I don't All see right. It, All right. Well, how about some MMA? Let's talk a little MMA. All events for the UFC have been canceled except for April 18th. My fight. They were one of the last holdouts, too. Yeah. Last, last I heard, though, that. They're not doing it where they were, and they're looking for a new home. Yeah, they can't do it in Brooklyn. They've already banned all events there in New York, so they're looking for a new spot. My, God, uh, my guess is they'll probably do it in Vegas. I hope that. Yeah, I think they'll end up in Vegas. They'll do. If anything, they'll just do it at like the uh, same place they do the. Isn't Dana Vegas White. shut down too? Though most of the casinos shut down. Casinos, yes, but with this being said, is that if I think that there are certain restrictions as far as the number of people, I think that they'll make this event work. See, I think they're going to end up back in Texas. Nah, I think they end up in Vegas. Yeah, I think they'll just do it at the USC Center. No audience. Yep, just coaches. And even then, I think they'll limit. It'll be bare minimum 
what they can get away with and still have it be a sanctioned fight. Does the fighters are going to have to hold their iPhones in the corner and FaceTime their coaches. Splash of water on themselves. Now with this changing, do you guys feel the same with... To me, I think at this point now with these fights that are going to happen, that anything can happen. True. Um, I don't think this is going to be one of those ones to, you know, you're going to be able to call readily like you would think is usually a, a drop in the hat. But now you take the fans out of it. They're not going to have that emotion in the ring. I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be the product that everybody's used to seeing. Yeah, I think it'll be weird, but kind of cool. Because did you guys see that there was a, uh, they did like a WWE event. That I didn't was see that. No <laughs> audience whatsoever. And you could hear everything. It, it changed it because a lot of, they maintain like the kayfabe or whatever they call it. Where, um, does everyone know what this term means? Kayfabe. No. Okay, kayfabe is basically a, a term in wrestling that is, um, they keep it a kind of a secret whether or not it's real or, or fake. Obviously, we know the answer, but that's what they called it for a long, long time. And when you broke it, like with the time when uh, the Undertaker did his mocking laugh towards Brock Lesnar, that broke kayfabe is what they call it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, they did this, and it was weird because you could hear them talking to each other <laughs> while they're in the middle of this match. Oh and wow! I think this is going to be a completely different fight than anybody's used to seeing. Yeah, I think it'll change their mentality, too. I think it makes it a sparring session, and even Tony Ferguson is one of my favorite fighters. In a sparring session, I think Khabib beats him. I I don't think it'll be a sparring session, because I think Tony's going to be talking smack, and he's going to get under Khabib's skin. These guys don't like each other. Not at all. He's sounding like a stupid. He's not going to understand what he's saying. Hey, Khabib wants to smash Tony. And Tony wants to smash Khabib. Well, you see, what last right. time that somebody was talking shit to Khabib, what happened? Well, right. I mean, that was once. We'll see fight. if they can do it again. Uh, he he had a... Uh, what was his name? Dang it. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Michael something. It was one of the fighters that... It was the guy who Khabib was beating up in the ring and telling Dana... You know, he basically was telling the guy he needs to... Michael Johnson. It wasn't Kiesa. No, oh, Johnson. Michael that's Johnson. right. Yeah, he was in the middle of whooping his ass and looked at Dana. You can't keep dunking me. And he's telling the guy, you need to submit because he's just whooping his ass. Um, will he get over on Tony like that? I don't think so. But I think Tony has the best shot at beating him. I think with the way things are going, I think this is Tony's best shot with how everything's going to play out. Yeah. And Tony's nuts. And then once can't. everything goes back to normal, we're going to have a rematch. Yeah. I think I it depends on how the fight ends. Maybe. It's possible. What about the Andrade versus uh, Naman Yunus fight? I think Naman Yunus uh, runs it back, ends up winning this one. I think that Andrade got a very, very uh, timely takedown, and it rocked Rose, and that's how she ended up beating her last time. I think Rose is going to be prepared for that. But the only thing that bothers me is I, I sometimes I just feel like Rose just doesn't want to be in there. I think she's a great fighter, maybe one of the best women's it fighters. Almost seems like she tires too fast. Uh, she, I just don't think she, I think she's disinterested. Like this isn't this doesn't mean much to her is how I feel. Mm, it's valid. Yeah, but I think it's she's valid. gonna win that fight. 
was 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 Jessica the one that dropped Rose on her head? Yes. 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 And hurt her neck. Yes. Yep. And that's okay. But prior to that, though, I, Rose was winning that fight. Right. She was. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Nice. So no more uh, no more uh, tombstone. <laughs> I just <laughs> really think this next set of fights is going to be really weird. I think I'm excited to see it because I want to hear the smack gonna talk. Yeah. There's so many variables now because of this. Changes everything. Yeah. I think the crowd Yeah, I mean they still got to dodge getting punched in the face though. So True. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. It, I want to hear them uh talking smack to each other. That's what I want to hear. Well, you're going to hear it. Yeah, for sure. As long as they keep this fight on. Come on, 3 weeks. Come on, Dana. Now, and everyone think, else. Um the after fight brawl is going to be as interesting without the crowd. She could be jump over the fence and try to tackle one of Tony's coaches. <laughs> the thing is, is there's not going to be many people to stop it. So Khabib's right. going to be fighting the coaches. Right. This is going to really, right. that's what I'm looking forward to is the after fight. <laughs> Une- uneventful. Uneventful. Yeah. No good. All right. Well, as far as sports goes, that's uh, that's about it. Spent a lot of time on sports. There wasn't much sports out there. So hopefully next week there's going to be some more activities for us to talk about. But it's time for us at this point to get into our question of the week. And our question of the week this week is... What is something that drives you up the wall? A pet peeve. Maybe even a cringe-worthy phobia of yours. It's not really so, a phobia, but for me the cringing is anytime I see somebody biting down like on a towel. That's weird. Well, no, I mean, I've got kids we go to the pool, you know, or we go to the lake or we go to the water whatever, but you, you see these people that are, like, drying off, and then, you know, they're, like, cold, and they're shivering, and then they start, like, biting down on the towel or their shirts or something, man. And that just makes me want to throat punch them. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Even if it's, like, kids? I don't care. Uh-huh. Stop that shit. Sometimes you got to punch kids. Weird. You heard it here first. Tommy, he doesn't want that. Tommy he doesn't want that kid. V-neck to be a U-neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a eunuch? What? <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. No thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. Uh, what about Easy E? Did Easy E got one? He does. Dementors. <laughs> Dementors. I have a lot, um, but my biggest pet peeve is... Republicans. No, I'm just joking. Republicans, yeah. No, it's uh, when people uh, cut into my lane or cut me off without using a turn signal. Oh, dude, I've seen this one personally. Talk about road getting cut off. Yeah. On the lane without any signals. I gotta watch my mouth when the kids yeah, are in the car. I can't stand you not using your turn signal. Just just use it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. That's a good one. What about you, Mike? What you got? Uh, pet peeve of mine. Left lane campers. Drives me crazy. As a commuter, I'm like, I'm driving, trying to go. People are cruising under the speed limit on the left lane while the lanes to the right are open. I'm like, come on. 
Go back to driving school. What about any phobias? Phobias. Um, goodness. I don't know that I really, I can't think of any actual phobias. Uh, you know, probably being out in a big, a big uh, body of water, (laughs) being out in the ocean. Damn you. That's mine. I, I'm really fearful of, uh, like if it's ocean and I can see my feet, I'm fine. But once you get out there and you can't see anymore, that's when it starts to worry me because the ocean is a scary and dangerous place. The whole new world. Yeah, it that's is. my wife. She's scared of water, complete phobia of water. I bet, especially the forehead sweat. No, she was, <laughs> she was when this last car that she got, she was extremely upset that she couldn't, that she had to have power windows, because she wanted the. Do manual. you? Does she just sponge bathe in, or like? <laughs> no, no, she's too much water. Take, she'll take showers. But when all she's, right. like, washing her face, it's the funniest thing. Like, it'll be there for three seconds. She's washing it, and then all of a sudden, she ducks out of the water, and she's... <gasps> <laughs> Deep breath. Yes. I almost died. Yeah. It, oh. oh, man. <laughs> Makes me happy. So, <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves is uh, people trying too hard to get people to like them. Like, they're just right. over-the-top. Um, that fake nice bullshit when they want someone to like them. I hate it. I hate hey, it. Hey, Brian, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, oh, dude, man, you're it, such a good guy. Right. Gosh, hey, gosh. Hey, you want to have a beer later? Yeah. Are you here? Oh, it's good to see you. And I'm like, stop talking to me and go fuck yourself. <laughs> man, that seems a little harsh. If you knew, if, if from my point of view, like it literally, it makes... The hairs on the back of my neck tingle, and it makes me want to, like, I need like a punching bag or something immediately. Hmm. Okay. I hate that. Hate it with face. Do you say ah! chase? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just lost video. Dang it. Yeah, it's all good. You ain't missing out on anything. All right. Well. <laughs> So that's what we got this week, folks. What is something that drives you up the wall? A pet peeve or a cringeworthy phobia? Let us know. Hashtag peeve creeper. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 2genius1 idiot at gmail.com. You can go to 2genius1 idiot.com uh, and check out our website. Heck yeah. Good stuff on there. Heck yeah. Easy E has done an amazing job. So shout out to our our wizard behind the scenes. He's a uh, just in case you ladies are wondering, he is a uh, uh, what do they call it? Slytherin. What? 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 We called him a wizard. Slytherin? What? Is, what are, or double? Uh, Gryffindor. Fucking shit. Fuck it. He's he's a fucking shit wizard. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell just happened? You should give me the rusty bike chain for that one because uh, you butchered that. No, it was a good joke for the right Those person. You guys are not the right. Those one. are schools. Those are schools. Those are schools. I thought they closed schools. Easy E. Was that a good joke that he made? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Response. So don't let's not believe the hype. Johnny Fiend <laughs> tried to do a joke so well, and now oh, you just man. released the idiot. See, it's that ten percent tag team back again. Check the, <laughs> no, I earned that one because the whole room was dead. It was like I could, <laughs> <laughs> I was literally could hear my uh, 
socks on the carpet. That's, <laughs> that's how dead it was in here. Uh, they're not all going to be gems, folks. <sighs> keep trying. <laughs> I'll keep at it though. Eventually, dude, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna strike gold. All right, that's fair. We're I dig it. I dig it. Well, that's it from us, folks. That's all we got. Uh, Two Genius, One Idiot podcast. We hope everyone stays safe out there. Hope that uh, y'all are uh, good on toilet paper and whatnot. Stay As Tommy safe. had said, yeah, reach out to us if you guys have some needs. See what we can do. And uh, yeah, wash your hands. Gotta act like a community, folks. It's true. You have been listening to Two Genius, One Idiot. Who was this episode's idiot? Let us know. Ciao, motherfucker.